One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hello everybody, welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Squad John by Josh. Hello. Josh my friend, do you like Blizzard? Well, oh, it's a difficult question now. Do you want to like Blizzard? No, I do want to like Blizzard, (laughs) Scott, but they're making it very difficult. Well, they're going to try and make it a bit easier for you because they've got just a a host of stuff lined up for BlizzCon. Uh, We'll have a whole more uh, confirmation of all these things within the week. BlizzCon is on, or starts on November 1st. Um, So it's only, we'll we'll know all this stuff in the next few days. But the biggest thing for now is that Overwatch 2 is real. Good sir. We kind of already knew this, though, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Jason Schreier do a sort of reveal of it a few months ago unofficially? Yeah, so back in June, uh, Kotaku reported that. Uh, they'd heard, or Jason Schreier would heard, that there was going to be this uh, more focused PvE mode, uh, player versus enemy mode, um, AI type thing, um, that apparently they were working on. But they didn't know whether it was going to be patched into Overwatch 1 or whether yep. it would be Overwatch 2 or whatever. Um, but all this stuff's been confirmed uh, by ESPN, of all people, dipping their toes was, into the video game realm. I, w- I was looking through the news this morning and I saw that headline I thought, there's something off with <laughs> this little combination, but uh, it's cool. It's weird, I guess we'll just leak some basketball players. Or something. <laughs> I don't know what they do, so something sports-based. Like, what are you talking about? Well, they do sport, don't they? Yeah. I don't watch sport at all. I'm sure ESPN something. Don't new basketball. Uh, do I, I want Overwatch. Tell me about Overwatch Two. Stitching types in the Tell ball. Tell me. I will. So the thing, so Overwatch 2, new logo and all that, and then there's not that much for it other than that it's going to be real, but the PvE stuff is confirmed as being, uh, apparently it's revolving around Lucio and it's set in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be more of a story mode, um, which makes me think of all the like CG shorts that they put out, because um, if they can bring stuff like that into the main game, I would, well, I mean, for the longest time, I love Overwatch, I would totally take a story-based mode where you focus on different characters, Absolutely. give me cutscenes, and everything else. So that's that's the main part of this, is that there's a story mode, and that seems to be the direction they're going in terms of justifying a sequel in the first place. I'm here for that because like you said those sort of ca- uh, character origin sort of you know movies that were in the first game were uh-huh. so full of personality and so cool and gave the world itself such a sort of depth and complexity that you could just totally miss if you didn't sort of dive <laughs> into that stuff uh-huh. but fans obviously have where everyone is sort of all in on that kind of like you know that mythology and lore so to see that actually get told in a proper story in game will be awesome I think and I think it's a natural sort of progression because they've sort of nailed the sort of I'm saying sort of a lot here. Sort of. They have nailed the PvP, you know, that that sort of suite is just Mm. so good and kind of so tight Mm -hmm. that to just sort of give you Overwatch 2 that's that again, I do feel they need to sort of implement new elements, even though that might seem kind of antithetical to what Mm. Overwatch is, because we all assume that it's just sort of this great big multiplayer Mm -hmm. online game. Uh, Two things. Um, One is that according to Rock Paper Shotgun, who sort of corroborated these leaks, they said that um, as far as they know, they'd spoken to some Blizzard employees um, who compared the mode to Left 4 Dead. Um, which, like, I guess will, you know, make some people very excited. I was never a massive Left 4 Dead guy. Whoa, But I guess really? in terms of, nah, it's just, it's just zombies, isn't it? I don't, I played Dead Rising, I don't need more of them. So, um, Undead Nightmare. And I think that in this case, um, it, with the Left 4 Dead comparison seems to speak to a sense of pace. I guess it would be the sense yeah. of, like, you know, tact, like tactility to those sort of multiplayer maps. Um, like I said, the thing that the takeaway from Left 4 Dead just seemed to be immediacy. Um, and Definitely. I wonder if that's what they're going to, like, double down on. But, I mean, when when this was sort of rumoured a few months ago, I, I started thinking about how they could do it, and I 
think that is a good way because Overwatch yeah. is so quick and slick that you need something like Left 4 Dead's focus where you're constantly just engaging with waves and waves of en enemies and trying to get to the next point sort of as fast and efficient as possible. Uh -huh. That would definitely sort of work with the, the skill set and the mechanics that are already there. I don't uh -huh. think anything heavier or sort of, you know, more set piece driven would really benefit from Overwatch's mechanics, yeah, in well, my opinion. Like recently they've started doing, um, they've locked you into, because do you still play Overwatch? Or? I, well, you, no, like occasionally. Scott, I am, I, yeah, I, we had I such dipped a out. Time. We had a lovely time back at launch in a uh -huh. few years afterwards, but for the past few months I've just sort of not been in that universe and I feel like I'm missing out. Uh -huh. I can genuinely see from my flat, the person who lives <laughs> down below me plays it every night and I look at it and think, I should install that again, but uh -huh. I never have That's yet. a hamster in a mech, I should go play <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah, I've sort of been back and forth with it, but I keep dipping in occasionally. I've never uninstalled it. I always just occasionally have right. a couple of matches. Um, point being that in the the last few, I don't know exactly when they implemented this, but the newer versions of Overwatch, um, they make it so that it's very much, um, you can only pick certain characters. It's very much like you pick from a certain pool of characters. Like the actual roster is divided into four groups. It mm -hmm. always was. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like attackers, defenders, and healers, um, and tanks, this stuff is now, you can only pick from, if someone's taken one of those groups, you have to go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is like more of like a, more like a, an attempt at balance kind of thing. Um, in the general sort of rumor and leak write-up, it seems like that's what they're going for with this left for dead type mode that you'll pick a character that will benefit your team um, and that your hero abilities will come across. So I like the idea of like, you know, taking the fundamentals of why Overwatch works in a team-based capacity and just doubling down on that stuff. Like give me a story-based story, a story -based reason as to why I'm defending somewhere. Definitely, And everyone yeah. comes together or whatever, so. Well, the interesting oh. part of this kind of, you know, confirmation or whatever mm -hmm. is that they're introducing all of these new elements, but they're mostly keeping the multiplayer the same by yeah. the sounds of it. They're only sort of, I think it's one new hero and one new mode and maybe like a map or two, mm -hmm. which seems kind of, if I'm buying Overwatch 2, what I'm invested in at the moment, at least for someone who hasn't played it in a while but right. is still very much interested in that world, what I'm here for is that multiplayer mode. So if I picked it up mm -hmm. and then just kind of discovered that it was kind of just the same as Overwatch 1, is that perhaps See, a deal breaker? Are people here for the PvE? Even though right. it's no doubt going to be a cool little experiment, mm -hmm. is that enough to sell a fully fledged sequel. I don't know. I guess it depends how much they sell it as like, oh, like overwatching single player or something like mm. that. If, if you can actually play it with AI companions and do the story-based stuff. I don't think they'd put, th put this much work into cutscenes if it was entirely contingent on an online mode because someone yeah. would always just skip the cutscene or whatever. So like, I assume that this is the one vestige of like interest they haven't gone towards yet with Overwatch. Um, but at the same time, like, why couldn't this just be stuff that they plugged into the base game? I even, when yeah, it is this big man. and, you know, this much of a platform for content, service game and whatever, Overwatch and Rocket League are like the top two that I would point to is games that are just you know have run like families that run alongside them and they just keep supplanting that with more stuff yeah I don't even think that we need an overwatch 2 when you could just plug this stuff in no it's sort of weird coming from mm. Blizzard uh, as a company as well because even though they've made sequels in the past mm. they normally support their games even though they've supported overwatch for a long time now mm -hmm. I feel like it's still had a couple of years left in it like another big update left yeah. in it and I, it is interesting that they're just you know kind of pushing that to the side mm -hmm. and then releasing overwatch 2 as a full-fledged game is that because they do need a win I don't know Scott <laughs> Maybe that's a cool way to get back on top. You know, we've got mm -hmm. Diablo 4, we've got Overwatch 2. Here's sequels to games you love. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just an interesting time to do it, well, especially before a new generation of consoles come uh -huh. out, because you would assume that they're sort of going to be in time for that, which mm -hmm. maybe makes sense. You know, we've got a next-gen Overwatch. Even though, obviously, the PC player base is huge and stuff, it does work from a sort of marketing uh, perspective when it comes to you know, next-gen and machines and consoles. Do you, know what it's, do you know what it's in time for? Come on, then. Saving their lives. Yes, I think because you might be right. they need a win. And I think I've, I've written down a, a few things. Obviously, BlizzCon, like I said, is, we're gonna, we'll know everything within a week. Um, but we know that Diablo 4 has leaked. It was part of an art book that was discovered by uh, the 
this like German website or a magazine. And um, we know that the World of Warcraft expansion, uh, Shadowkeep, I think it's called Shadowlands, um, is apparently coming, which is a big deal for the Warcraft fandom. And then they supplant that with the Overwatch stuff as well. It's like yeah. three major pillars of like you know pop culture or whatever in a Blizzard sense yeah. are all going to get new stuff. Um, whether that overshadows all the weird business dealings with China and the Hong Kong suppression, oppression, all that kind of type stuff, I don't know. I don't know. If but they, I, love I don't Overwatch. know, man. I so, love Overwatch, and you know what? I'm interested in Diablo. I want to see them sort of come out with these strong games that resonate with the fans and hopefully we'll set them up for a strong few years you know ahead but if they can pull it off i don't know scott because like you said they're in an interesting <laughs> position where there's a lot of sort of bad will surrounding the company yep. perhaps rightfully so totally. and i don't know if that a couple of you know fan-driven games will turn it around if the if the, <sighs> the rot has already set in and these aren't exactly i said it in the last video we did them if the mm. if these sequels aren't exactly what the fans want that's just going to make things even worse. Well, that's the thing. How much is an Overwatch 2 just rushed? I mean, when I saw... Um, I mentioned service games before. Obviously, Fortnite. But, yeah. like, Fortnite finally did its Chapter 2. And, like, you know, that's... It's weird that the sort of optics on that are... It's kind of regarded as, like, a sequel. It's Fortnite 2. But then, at the same time, it is just plugging stuff into an existing, you know, platform. And it is just... You download Fortnite. You don't download Fortnite 2. Mm-hmm. Everything just keeps going. If you already had it installed, it just keeps going. Um, but in this case, I wonder how much they've potentially rushed what they, you know, could be a, an Overwatch 2. They could make into a more fully formed thing for next year with the new content because yeah. they do need this win. They do need something to claw back the fact that right now they're in the middle of an international incident, um, global incident, where a whole bunch of different politicians are going, hey, stop not destroying very, human stop it. rights. Um, so Overwatch 2, when it comes to sort of a game as a service, that's mm-hmm. going to be fascinating to see how people react to it because if even if it's good, if it's lacking yeah. in content or mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a defined roadmap, I think people might bounce off it. That's happened to so mm-hmm. many of those games as service games over the past couple of you know months to an entire year. Mm-hmm. In the last reports were that you know players were dropping off Overwatch it wasn't as successful as it was mm-hmm. and they do need I don't think they can come out and just kind of say okay this is a starting point mm-hmm. I do think it needs to be strong and robust and mechanically and you know just presentationally very different from Overwatch mm-hmm. want to kind of justify itself to get people back in and then have a nice long life rather than just being kind of like okay this is the starting point we'll we'll add some stuff soon we'll find this whatever like Lucio is a weird character to hang a whole story mode on like yeah. I love Lucio like he's, he's my favorite like healer and stuff but I, I wouldn't hang the whole thing on him I think I would I don't know if I'd go more like Diva or Tracer or like Genji or mm. I don't know people whatever I was gonna get into the whole Overwatch politics of the favorite characters and whatever else yeah. I'm always a Genji dude I like my Genji I like my ninjas well see for me, for me it's Diva so you know that's who I want to story about sending around at least in Diva's case they've done the uh, short animated film which like you know sort of fleshed her world out a little yeah. bit I mean maybe that's why they're eventually getting around to Lucio but I just yeah Lucio's like a weird character to hang the whole thing on I would do someone who had like is maybe like a more big overall presence in the game or to be fair, more associated with the game I think it will draw in everything mm-hmm. even though it might be focused on Lucio I feel like you've got to sort of you know get the rest of the wider story in there mm-hmm. somehow and funnel it through that kind of position I don't know hopefully we'll see more of BlizzCon Scott Tilford <laughs> we will we have a logo so at least we know that this is Overwatch 2 but yeah let us know what you think down in the comments below about the idea of a sequel to Overwatch or whether you'd rather just plug stuff into the original and keep going like that for now though I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com I'll catch you next time bye, bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.